hello, 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 ladies and folks. Um, welcome back to Wizard Hang. I'm Chris R. Arbalzo, and today I am joined by my co-worker and his friend who I've never met. Uh, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. My name is Saul B. Saul B. Saul B. And uh, you are mystery friend? I am Brian L. <laughs> friend of Saul B. We got a fine... It's a meeting of the minds today. So, um, I, I, so Saul, uh, what are you thinking of... Uh, we're, 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 we were once classmates, once colleagues, and now we're just straight-up co-workers. Like, we're... we're in the same office. Yeah, yeah. They don't know what fucking hit them. Let Nothing, me tell you. Yeah, it's it's amazing. We sit right next to each other. We we work all day on the same exact things. But you know, it was a journey mm-hmm. to get to this this job with you, man. I I've had a lot of different jobs. I've done a lot of different things, and I've applied a lot of different places. And most notably, recently, I I actually managed to get an interview with uh, SpaceX. Really, SpaceX? You said. Yeah, yeah. I applied as a civil engineer Fuck. for. One of the positions down here in South Florida, and I want to kind of tell my story to you and see what, what you guys have to. Ah, have you know to say. what? Let's 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 indulge in that story right now. Let's go for it. Like last semester, you know my. Right before I graduated my master's, I applied for a software internship working at SpaceX. Um, and there's so much mystique about SpaceX these days around Elon Musk and stuff. And let me tell you, he does not have time for any of that in person. He's a busy man and an important one. The competition for one of his internships is one of the toughest in today's jobs markets. And that's saying something. I was doing technical interviews over the phone for weeks and weeks. And one day an interviewer just randomly called me in the morning and grilled me for so long. That I just straight up skipped one of my classes, man. It was it was hard. Fuck, man. Was it Soban you missed? <clears throat> yeah, man. I missed Soban, man. <laughs> and it's like the sacrifices, man. But guess what? Just Elon appreciates us, man. All the sacrifices it takes. But at long last, I made it to the final round. It's true what they say, man. He interviews every single person that ever will work for him. SpaceX, Tesla, the Boring Company, all of them. He interviews every single employee that comes into the company. So they flew me out to Fremen Factory in California, man. Can you believe that? Fuck, yeah, that's crazy. You went all the way to California. Yeah, man, they fucking just flew me out there. I mean, I, I did a couple other things in California while I was there, but, dude, my hands were shaking as soon as I stepped into the building. It was insane. And then I was led into the conference room, and there he was, dude. Elon Musk in the flesh. Shit. Mr. fucking Dogecoin himself. Exactly. And then, you know, we just simply exchanged pleasantries. Our tone was very light. You know, it was very focused. But Elon's eyes, dude, he just never left mine. He was just focused in my eyeballs the whole time. Unblinking? Unblinking, dude. The guy did not blink once. Just like Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. I offered him some eye drops. He didn't want any. But, um, <laughs> I could tell what he was doing. You know, he was sizing me up. He just he was straight up just sizing me up, just like he does every single person there, testing the waters, seeing if I would crack under pressure. Ever so slowly, Saul meandered closer to actual interview territory. <laughs> Oh, so your resume mentions app development. Tell me about that. <laughs> Sounded nothing like it. I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he asked me about my resume because, you know, I put a lot of app development stuff because I'm a civil engineer, but my background is in software development. And I had to stop for a smile breaking out of my face because, like, damn, Elon Musk just fucking read my resume. I couldn't believe it. So I had to spend a little time getting used to to Swift and Python, but... You an iOS fan? Yes, yes, sir, my good gentleman. Here, give me a sec. Elon disappeared from the conference room. You know, I let out a shaky breath. When he disappeared, I collapsed into my chair, and I just being super self-critical. I was like, was I doing great? Poorly, incredibly poorly. I could hear the stories. (laughs) Engineers fired after screaming rages that Elon has had. Career stuff done in seconds. Oh my god, he just wasn't coming back with security, was he? Was he only gone for a couple minutes? You know, it felt like hours. I was stuck in that room. I had no idea what to do. The door crashed open. Saul sat back up, ramrod straight. Here came Elon. And there was something in his hands. It was a jet black container, shiny and spherical. Except that it wasn't a sphere, exactly. There was a dent near the top, and it flared inwards towards the bottom. What did that remind Saul of? Elon unscrewed the top and gently tapped some of the container's contents onto the table. A wettest dust spilled out. 
He took his credit card out of his wallet and started chopping the pile into lines. My eyes just completely bugged out of my head. I had no idea what I was looking at. Elon glanced up. Oh, no, don't worry. <clears throat> it's not Coke Consulting. Take a look. You don't have to worry. He, com- he went and just slid the open container over to me and got back to his work. I was just shocked. I had no idea what to do. I picked up the container. And the stuff inside was like a light gray. He was right. You know, it probably wasn't Coke, but what the hell was Pepsi, it? Pepsi, maybe. I had no idea what it could be. Maybe flour, maybe sugar, maybe salt. I heard a guttural snort, and I almost dropped that container before setting it down, and I was <laughs> flabbergasted. Elon reared up from his desk with fire in his eyes. Oh, Nelly still kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Elon had rolled up a dollar bill in one hand, and he shoved it into my face. Your turn, buddy boy. You want a job here? You better hang on, hang snort on, hang some on, man. of that shit. What, what the hell's happening? What is this? Elon looked at Saul like he was an idiot. What do you think it is? Guess. I went and got this because you mentioned iOS. I want you to guess. And then it just fucking hit me like a fly hits a wall. The container. It wasn't just a, f- a sphere. It wasn't just a spherical being. It wasn't. It wasn't anything of a dimple. It was just an apple. It ended up being just an apple-shaped urn. And then it came to me, and I realized, oh my god, are you snorting Steve Jobs' ashes? Elon did another line and clapped his hands. Fantastic, man! Not a lot of people even know he was cremated. Oh, I knew I had a good feeling about you. I couldn't believe it. This was a, this was a prank. It had to be. This all had to be one big bizarre test. So I figured I would play along. You know, security wasn't the title on his grave, huh? Nope. Too calmly. Security at all the maze is a joke. Couple months ago, I just stayed until midnight, dug him out myself. Elon dipped a finger into the jar and rubbed his gums. You know, I met him once, Steve. He was such an asshole. He hated me. My companies. <laughs> Look who's laughing now. <laughs> Elon smiled at Saul and coughed. A gray powdery cloud billowed into the air. <coughs> I tried not to breathe. Steve's drain. <laughs> Steve's grave was unmarked, but that wasn't a problem. I could smell him. <laughs> oh, fuck! Elon's eyes started to unfocus. He could smell the animus that drove his soul, the energy, and soon it would be his. Nobody spoke for a while. It'll all be mine, whispered Elon. It just was. It's like I wasn't even in the room. It was just Elon and himself talking to each other. Blinks aggressively. Anyways, you want to hit? For the first time in what felt like forever... I finally felt like I was allowed to speak, and I muttered, Nah, man, I'm good. Don't ask me again, please. There's no way I can do this. I fought back the urge to gag. That's a human being floating in the air right now. There must be laws against that kind of thing, right? And even if there weren't, this feels so deeply, deeply wrong. I might have to call the authorities after this. After all, I still have my character, my convictions. Listen! Elon clapped a hand on his fucking shoulder. One little bump, and you're walking out that door with a job. Anyways, I start next quarter. Thank you very much. Oh, I thank you, Saul. Incredible tale that you have prepared yes. for us. It's uh, just one of my few many tales, my friend. Elon Musk. Um, he, I don't know why he sounded such in such a way. I don't know. Maybe he was uh, that he, the, those Steve Jobs ashes really really get to a guy's uh, throat box i hear that whatever you snore gets stuck to your, your particles in your throat mm. it's wonderful a nice layer of steve jobs ash <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah it gives you that raspy voice innovation ass yeah, yeah i'm big edge been smoking for 45 years exactly Exactly. Yeah. So that was that was quite the. So you start next quarter, but you work for with me. Yeah, but you're doing part time. Keeping it under under the table, you know. Ah, so that's so that's the reason it's part time, man. You doing remote I have the stuff? Opportunity lined up. Yes. Yes. You're taking the hyperloop to Cali every day. Elon Musk that said, "If you work eighty hours a week, 
that you have a higher uh, chance of being successful. So Saul simply took another full-time job with Elon. So, no. It works. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think two, two part-time jobs equals one full-time job, don't you think? You know what? That's why they, I, I coined this term myself, full part-time job. That's where you work <laughs> part-time and get paid full-time. Exactly. Yeah. And that's uh, the most efficient way to do it. You know, mm-hmm. All that money goes straight to Elon Musk's fashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what else did you do before the, the podcast, Chris? I mean, really, honestly, not that much. Like, I was, I was a big fan of this, of this show called Fantasy Fiction back in the day when I was like a junior, senior in high school. Mm. And just from there, like, listening to that show was the funniest fucking thing. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. I'm going to do my own fucking show. And it's going to have blackjack and hookers, baby. And blackjack so and hookers. from there, from there, around 2019 is when I started writing. It was actually three years ago, almost to the, like uh, three years and a month. So I started February, 2019 mm-hmm. is when I wrote my first uh, episode, not my wizard. Okay. And when was and that released? That was released uh, in March of 2020. Was it an instant platinum hit? I mean, it's my second most listened to episode behind only my Christmas special. Okay, I gotta, I gotta check out that Christmas special. It's pretty good. It's pretty, uh, pretty good. decent. That's good. It's my and... most listened to episode, and it's the one that features my ex girlfriend as one of the characters, and it's my most listened to now. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to check that one out. Wait, your yeah. ex girlfriend when she was already your ex girlfriend, or your ex girlfriend before she no, became no, your ex girlfriend? No, no, she was my girlfriend at the time. Oh, okay. And like. Very shortly after recording that, actually, we, we parted ways. It was a result okay. of never... the wizard scroll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and yourself, Brian. Tell us, tell us about yourself. Yes, or... yes. I have no idea who you are or what you're doing on my show. Tell me all about yourself. Oh, God. About me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, it seems to be a common trope for myself that... I tell the story about my most soul-sucking, soul-wrenching experience. Will it that, be the uh, one with the caused me to reevaluate. <laughs> that caused me to reevaluate. No, not the flying cockroaches. I mean, that's pretty freaking bad too. But uh, my my Tinder experience. Mm. Oh man. Yeah, the one that caused me to uh, oh, re- reevaluate all all future dating experiences. <laughs> so um, so I'll just tell the story now. For a bit of context, I was a virgin at this time, right? So, my friends, they were planning to take a trip to Gainesville to visit some friends in college. And since Gainesville is a college town, UF being like the biggest college there, um, they thought it'd be fun and interesting to uh, have me get Tinder gold and start matching with a bunch of girls there to see if I can try to get laid. So... I thought, you know what? Why not? It sounds like a fun idea, you know? I yeah, it sounds, uh, sounds like get a good idea. Yeah. It'll be. <laughs> like a pretty yeah, solid so. plan. So, I got like Tinder Gold like the day before and did some uh, preemptive swiping. And so, we go on the trip, we get to Gainesville, and we decided that I need to uh, make some pictures, you know? Get some pictures to uh, haul in the ladies. So, uh, I took a few pictures. I took a picture of my friend's BMW. I took another picture in the pool of the Airbnb that we you were renting. We did and you so we were holding I a fish. Straight up getting all the gold diggers. No, right it was it was a floaty. It was a little, a little floater, like the ones you lay on. Ah. But it had a rainbow in the background and a unicorn. <laughs> oh, a rainbow unicorn in the background. Hell yeah. So that, yeah, that, I was tra- gets all the fucking ladies wet. Literally. Yeah, so I, I had that. And I was shirtless in that pic too. So, you know, mm. it was supposed to be a little treat for them too. So we have all the pictures ready. I made my bio, and all that was left for me was to swipe and wait. So, that's what I did. I swiped a lot, and I waited, and I actually got a lot of matches. And a lot of cool people in my matches, a lot of attractive people. Actually, Gainesville, from my experience, has like the highest uh, amount of hot girls per capita compared to every other, <laughs> every other place I've been to. So... I was like, oh man, this is really good. A lot of hot girls here. Anyways, 
there was one problem, or there's a few problems actually. This was right before the corona pandemic, and that was during spring break. Not spring break, um, it was right before spring wow, break. So, it was like the week so all the kids in college had exams to do, and I also went to Gainesville on a weekday. So I had a lot of matches, and I we tried to uh, convince a few of them to come over to the house for a party that we were throwing with my friends. Thing is, it was running a weekday before exams, and I was only there for two days, so I was kind of on time limit here. So I had to try to bring them in within those two days. Yeah, party on a Monday. And so obviously, any self-respecting person wouldn't just probably show up to a random person's house that they just met on Tinder for the like last 20 minutes to, you know, go to a party. It's kind of uh, suspicious. So that wasn't understandable. But at this point, I was running out of time and options. So the next day comes, and it was really the last day that I was, was going to be there. Because the day after that is when we had to check out the Airbnb. So... At this point, all the people that I wanted to actually meet, they were unable to or unwilling to do it because of the time constrictions. And so I was just going through the bottom of the bucket, basically, right? The bottom of the, the uh, bucket that barely uh, passes my requirements for what I want. And so I was like, oh, okay, let me just get this through it and start messaging the people I was uh, avoiding in the first place. And there's this one girl there called Cassidy. Now, this girl Cassidy, she was all right, you know. It was, it was all right. That's all I can say about it. And uh, her bio said something about... Uh, her bio said that if you have tequila or something like that, then, you know, I'll, I'll be in for a good time or something. Like, I don't know, some basic some basic B pro, uh, that bio. Is, that is very basic. So, yeah, quite basic. At the Airbnb... At the Airbnb, we didn't have tequila, but we had wine. So I, I texted her, hey, I don't have tequila, but I have wine. What do you think about that? And like within five minutes, she responded, bet. Uh, where's the address? I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, I, I guess this is happening now. So I told my friend about it. And then we had this whole like preparation uh, arc of me. Basically, training arc? Uh, okay, why yeah, it's like basically a training arc. He's like, okay, the, this is what you have to do. Chamber. The KY jelly. Exactly. Like, okay, this is what you have to do to kiss her. Uh huh. You have to hold her hand. Okay, you have to get close to her in the jacuzzi. Okay. And then when you guys, after that, you guys have to go come inside, get closer. Like basically, a roadmap as to what I'm supposed to do. So, I did this. It was pretty exciting, right? Because, oh my God, this is new, right? So, the little training arc happened, and I was expecting her soon. And she shows up. I opened the door, and we actually rehearsed opening the door for a few times, because <laughs> why not, right? So this is the first time I'm actually doing it live to the person behind the door. And I opened the door, and first of all, she did not look as good as her pictures. Uh, That's good or not at all. And like second of all, she was also a little bit uh, heavier than I expected, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not, not so heavy that I was like, oh my god, I can't do this. But like, you know, uh, heavy enough to see that those pictures were not... Uh, as recent as I thought. Anyways, I was already already in there, right? I was already in there. We're leaving tomorrow. I was like, you know what? Let me do it for the boys, okay? I'm I'm yes. gonna get this over with and do for it for the, the boys, boys, baby. Okay, the they, they, they they stake this whole trip. Like one of the one one of the big goals of this trip was trying to get me laid. So you know what? I can't I can't let this pass. I have to try to do it. It's it's like a business uh, opportunity it's at this point, right? So. Anyways, I agree her, and I took her to the kitchen and start pouring wine. And the whole time, we had the driest conversation that a man could possibly imagine. And I had just had trouble even talking with her because <laughs> it was just really dry. And it was also like my first time really. The, 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 the implication Communicating of with what one this of the other interaction tracks. will lead up to, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the implication in the first place was a bit, you know, off-putting for me. So anyways, I was pouring her wine. And then my friend came out from the room, and he talked to her. And actually, he was able to keep the conversation conversation with her. So I was like, okay, he's saving my ass here, so I can uh, think about my next plan of action. Did, did you ever think that and he so, was going to steal her from you? Oh no, yeah, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind it off the floor for me to be honest. <laughs> but that was not that was not the case. So the next the next uh, location we went to was the jacuzzi, and so. 
I uh we I got undressed to my uh trunks, my swim trunks, and go to the jacuzzi, and so does she. And so we both go to the jacuzzi and I try to have a conversation with this girl. But let me tell you, she has absolutely no personality. Okay? I tried to talk to her and she has like the most basic mundane responses. She wants to become a vet. And I was like, why? She's like, I like animals. I was like, isn't anything else? No, I just like animals. Like, okay. She likes animals. Okay, fair let enough. Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, she watches you? The Office and Friends. Uh, man, <laughs> the, the, honestly, the conversation did not progress that far. <laughs> that would have at least made it more interesting. But yeah, right? she had the, the, did she watch The Wizard Scroll is the real question everyone's wondering. Yeah, that's, that's the hard-hitting questions we want to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she would have actually been an individual at that point. Her mm. eyes. You should, you should have seen her eyes. They were, like, lifeless. Like Mark Zuckerberg. So, anyways... <laughs> Anyways, we go on to the topic of drugs because you know they're. It's an interesting topic. It can you know break some ice. Oh yeah, and actually uh, quality get, that, start that, a conversation. That fine woman must have had. So I asked her, "Hey, uh, have you did a, done any drugs before?" I was like, "Yeah, I have. Like, which ones? Pretty much all of them." And I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much all of them? What do you mean? Yeah, I've done cocaine. I've done heroin, uh, LSD, MDMA." Oh, uh, weed, everything, that was you know? one weird day. Like, holy uh, crap. Fucking Pokemon. <laughs> I was like, oh, you feel fine? You, like, you know, have any, like, withdrawals or addictions? She's like, no. But actually, uh, I'm high on cocaine right now, actually. I did some before I came here. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're high on cocaine right now? And she was like, yeah. Uh, I brought some, actually. You want to try some? I was like, oh, no, no, no. So, I'll, like, the next, like, two minutes was me trying to... Uh, avoid, back out of it nicely, cocaine. politely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, uh, that happened, and it just became a little bit awkward after that. And then my friend came out with his wife, and he carried the conversation in the bathtub. And that gave me some time to recover and try to think of what to do next. And so eventually he leaves, some time passes, and she decides to go inside. And I follow her like three minutes afterwards. I was still uh, drinking the wine. And surprisingly, she hardly drank anything at all. So it was like up to me to finish it. So I was actually a little bit tipsy and she was like completely fine. I'm pretty sure she gets drunk and wasted all the time. So she has some tolerance. So I go inside the house. I go into the living room. And she goes into the bathroom. She changes into her regular clothes. And she comes back out. And she's like, hey, uh, can I put my uh, my clothes, my bathing suit into your room? I was like, oh, yeah, uh, it's up the stairs to the left. And then she looked at me for a second. She was like, can you show me? I was like, in my mind, I was like, shit. It's okay. Uh, and I got up go. and I started leading her into the room. And so we go to the room and I lay down the bed and she's uh, putting her crap away. And I just started talking about like random philosophy crap, filling the air with words. Because at this point, I was just trying to... Uh, I was just trying to delay the inevitable, to be honest. And I thought by just saying a bunch of things, it just, like, keep the, the mood in the conversational uh, realm rather than the sexual realm. But this did not stop her, you know? She's a trooper. So, eventually, she started getting closer and closer to me, and I ran out of things to say. And at that point, when my mouth stopped, stopped producing words, that's when she came in for the kiss. And then we made out for a bit, but the whole time, it was like an out-of-body experience. I was observing this whole experience and event from a third-person perspective. I was not in it, but I was like a, like a ghost in the corner of the ceiling, looking down upon my body, looking at what's happening. I, even at a few times, my eyes were completely open when we were making out, because I was saying, hmm, interesting. This is a good observation for my future uh, reports, something like that, you know? So... Eventually, we do the dirty and stuff, and my first time, and I felt absolutely nothing, right? Nothing, no, not even close. And so, like, 15, 20 minutes passed, and she was like, oh, uh, I came two or twice already, are you almost done? I was like, no, no, I'm not, not yet. And then my, my friends call from below, hey, Chinese food is here, guys, come get some food. And she was like, oh, let's get some food, are you almost done? I was like, no. So we go, I tried for five more minutes, keep going, try to get some, to some type of climax, conclusion, but nothing happened yet. And she, she piped up again and said, hey, guys, uh, not guys, um, hey, 
are you almost done? I'm hungry. I want to get some food. They're going to eat it all. And at that point, I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just clean things. Let me finish things up. And so I, uh, I seized the session and uh, decided to put her clothes back on and went back down to get some food. And so the whole time I was, um, the whole time I was completely out of it like emotionally and physically too. I was like a third party observer and she had to end it because uh, she was hungry to get some food. And so I went down there. I was so confident. I was like, so like endorphins were running because, you know, I managed to, you know, do it. But the day afterwards, I, I felt like the void uh, came to uh, collect me, right? Because after I was like, oh my God, that was not a good experience. <laughs> what the hell just happened? And that day after she got, uh, she ate the food, she uh, was sitting on the couch and I went up to her. I was like, what's, what's wrong? Because she sat there kind of like pouting or something like that. And she said, oh, I just want to do something. There's something. I was like, what do you want to do? I don't know. There's something. I said, do you want to go for a walk? I was like, no. Like, do you want to go back to the bedroom? No, I just want to do something. Okay. Uh, I'm not your boyfriend, but I'll just leave you be. So, shortly after that, she left. We didn't even, like, hug or say goodbye. She just left. I watched her leave. (laughs) (laughs) After that, I went back to the jacuzzi with my friends, and I told them the whole story. And so, after that, like I said, the void hit me. And I was just reconsidering... uh, Hooking up in Tinder and online dating, all these things. I was like, man, what a crappy experience. And so, yeah, uh, if I were to give, if I'm to give any advice to anyone, don't invite people who are high on cocaine to your house and want to eat Chinese food. That's all. <laughs> I appreciate the story. That's, uh, that's like Fifty Shades of Grey level stuff. That's the next one. The Fifty Wizards of Grey. Fifty Shades of Despair. Fifty Grey Wizards. <laughs> yeah, that was fifty shades of despair for me. I'm gonna be honest. I was like, I thought that was like some long winded copy pasta this whole time. <laughs> I was, I was waiting oh, no. for some kind of spin. That was a real story. <laughs> it was uh, a real story. It was rehearsed. And it everything. was a real Holy story. Shit. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I mean, at least you got it done. Um, I got it done. You know, you took care of things. You did it. I, I did it for the boys, you know? Did it for the boys. We came there with a mission. All, that's all that mattered in that situation. Oh, okay, congratulations. Okay, I had a mission. I completed that When was that, last week? Uh, <laughs> a little bit longer than that, but oh, yeah. Okay, man. It was yeah, in 2019, man. right before Corona. <laughs> oh, so 2020. Uh, my, my theory is that I got <laughs> Corona pandemic started because I hooked up with her. Because oh, right after we left, that's when I think you guys created the virus between the cocaine, the wine, the... the yeah, the, the jacuzzi, the jacuzzi just compiled all the fluids together and just created yeah, COVID. Yeah, it's, it. it's just uh-huh. a stewing of all of the bodily fluids <laughs> and then it, it concocted it into. Yeah, a, you released your wizard inner self. No, I didn't release anything. Did you at least go in the bathroom and like finish yourself off after that, or were you just not in? No, it? dude, I did not. I did not. Damn. <laughs> Oh my god. I did not. I was like, you know what? Let me clean myself up, go down there, and get some freaking Chinese food. And the, the worst part is that she, she ate all the chicken Damn. that was left. So was only had some left for me. She ate all the freaking chicken. I'm just fucking disappointed. Humanity. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was not as fulfilling as one would think. But you know what? I did it for the boys. For the yeah, boys. you know what? I had a goal. I said it. Yeah. I got it you done. You just got to rip that band-aid right off, and now you're ready to go. Actually reminds me of uh, back uh, 2017, I want to say. My friend and I ended up going to Binghamton to go visit my my friend in college at the Bing time. Bong? Binghamton in New York. Hmm. This is, and it was like fucking freezing. It was like 10 degrees there. Yeah, I had I a jacket on. Cold. I was the only guy in town with a jacket on. Damn. Because like, what are you going to do with a jacket? When you're inside and it's fucking 80 degrees, I'm like, I'm fucking cold. I don't care. And so I was standing in the club with a, with a jacket on. 80 fucking degrees, all the bodies. It was like you were packed in there like a sardines. So I like I found a corner and I, I, I found like a corner of the place. I just hung my jacket up just in a random spot. And I'm like, all right, that'll probably be there when I get back. Oh, no, you lost Next your jacket. Next thing I know... 
Next thing I know, I'm playing fucking tonsil hockey with this girl's fucking throat. And we're just standing there in the middle of the dance floor. I didn't say a word to her. She didn't say a word to me. We just looked at each other. All of a sudden, cut two. We're making out on the dance floor. And it was like... That was the first time. Like that was my first kiss. What <laughs> on the dance floor? Yeah. And and how how old were you? Were you thirteen when this happened? I was fucking. Oh fuck! It's a little embarrassing. I was nineteen. Okay. I, but fuck it. I mean, I got it done. I took care of it. Okay. I mean, yeah. That was pretty cool. I, I I've been like you can ask any of my friends from from who are in that trip. Like I fucking rode that. <laughs> I rode that high for literally five years. Oh, damn. <laughs> to this like, day. Buddy, I pulled in Binghamton. Come on. And they're like, we know. You said it fucking 85 times. I'm like, I'll say it again. <laughs> oh, that was great. Was she good looking? That's important. Yeah, yeah. She was a good looking girl. Oh, okay, that's good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I was, she, I was, saw, she saw the little wizard hat sticking out. And, you know, <laughs> that's what that's what attracted her to you. She saw the wizard hat, the staff, everything, man. The, the is whiskers. that your staff in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? They <laughs> uh, saw. So, yeah. I was gonna ask. You know what I thought was pretty interesting that this reminded me of what that time that you were gonna go to prom with a girl. But then she turned lesbian before, uh, <laughs> before it happened. Lesbian. Yeah, remember that short, short Spanish girl in high school? I mean, we we did go to prom, um, but yeah, she just turned lesbian she like turned, the day off. Like fucking Danny <laughs> Phantom, I'm going ghost. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, she just decided, you yeah, know, you know what? I'm, here for uh, the, I'm here for the ladies. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's the story of that happened. Now, now I've heard Brian here has some incredible out of body experiences. Is that so? What about yourself, Chris? Oh, I don't. I do not. I, what do you mean you do not? I, you've talked about aliens coming to your bed and cockroaches coming. To- <laughs> oh yeah, I did have an alien come to my bed. <laughs> oh, Brian, nice. Oh, you know, actually, out of body experience. He brought up a good memory when uh, remember the uh, design two uh, or design one. We were doing the ESA. We were going to the site to... Oh, man. So we were all... I hated that. As seniors in college, Saul and I were in the same class. We, As an engineering yeah, major, yeah. We, we were each grouped into teams of five or six or whatever. And we had to develop mm-hmm. a, a basically a building for somebody. And, yeah, and, and your group's hierarchy was based on your height. So I was like the shortest one in my group. So Chris kind of just led us because he's a fucking towering giant at yeah. seven and a half feet. So, yeah, so we went to, we ended Jeez. up in bumfuck nowhere, Titusville. Um, <laughs> and we just ended up at this dirt lot. Like it was, but on the drive there, on the drive there, thank fucking God I didn't drive because I passed out in the passenger seat. Oh, man. And I was... I, I was the one driving. No, I was exhausted. I was so fucking tired. Like, I just felt my consciousness slip up through the ceiling and up into the sky. I swear to God. Yeah, you got to see your hangar, you know, and the plot of land. Yeah, I saw the hangar. I, saw, I was up in the, I was up in the, in the atmosphere with the yeah, balloons. So that's your out-of-body experience right there. That's it. You got to see the balloons before they were even created. Mm-hmm. Novus Consulting. Novus Consulting. Getting shit done since 2020. That was our tagline. Yeah, mine was uh, soaring construction. Wow. I forgot. I forgot the catch line because it wasn't really much of a catch line. <laughs> what about uh, What about you, Brian? L. Uh, I wanted to ask. Have you guys have any like haunted stories, or, like experiences you've had? One time, I had a dream of Casper, and it scared me shitless as a kid. <laughs> I'm going to send you a fucking video right now. You're going to laugh your ass off. It was my a haunting experience for sure. It's called I'm The pretty, Gay Ghost. I'm, I'm pretty sure with all the stories you have to develop for Wizard Scroll, you have many uh, nightmares and, and haunting experiences. <laughs> Fuck, where is the video? I got to find it. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. I found it. I'm sending, you the, I'm sending you guys the Discord link right now. This is a classic from fucking... What year is this? Must be 2009 at least. Fuck, alright, here you go. You're gonna laugh. This is a, a haunting tale for sure. You're gonna love. A haunting tale. Is this you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, hold up. <laughs> the homosexual ghost. I wanna suck your dick. What the fuck? 
there! Show yourself! I haven't been dead for centuries. And I love the cock. Ghost! Cock sucking ghost! I want to stick my wiener in your butt. Ah! Show yourself! Scooby doo doo bill Kyle! Wake up! Wake up! What do you want? There's a ghost in here! Look! The only thing I see is a dumbass on a bed! No, really! Look! If you wake me up again for some bullshit gay ghost, I'm gonna piss in my hands and toss it in your face. You don't see him, but he's right there! Kyle! He's gonna stop it! Stop throwing push-ups! No! Please! What do you want? I want some cookies and dick. You can take my cookies, but you won't take my dick. <laughs> Are you ready for my spooky cock? No, not the spooky cock. This is old school, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. I remember I watched this back when I was like eight or whatever, and holy shit, like it's stuck with me ever since. Damn. You want to see my spooky cock? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, these kids must have been so annoying in the dorm room. Oh my god, right? 3 a.m. just and 3 a.m. just fucking yelling. <laughs> screaming, like, oh, I'm here for your cookies and dick. You can take my cookies, but you can't take my dick. Damn. So, Saul, uh, I, I've heard, I heard back in the day that you were a SoundCloud rapist. I... Is that true? I do have experience oh, dwelling God. in the arts of the SoundCloud, and Brian can speak ah. for it. Uh, back in the day, I had a little band. You know, we used to be called Lil By Zone, and mm. I was notorious TIT. And we used to play a lot of music and uh, the one and only online servers, and it was like an online band. So, ooh, that's so that's so new school. You know, I think right now I'm gonna play a, a, a little snippet of one of your classics right here for the for the yeah, audience man, at home to it, enjoy. Man. This is oh, this is my God. bestseller, man. This is multi platinum hit. <laughs> What was this all about? So we had, uh, back in the day in the server, we had a guy called Zone, and we had one called Reaper slash Sweet Socks, and we had one called the Epic Grape, and together we all combined, like the Power Rangers, and created these beautiful works of art that you just played here today. I was truly beautiful. Like, my yeah. covers do not hold a candle Mm-hmm. To the artistic integrity of your yeah. of of your of your <laughs> My art is the only thing the only yeah. thing I can say it's the only adjective to describe it is art. Yeah, and it can all be found on SoundCloud at Titanium Sack. Um, titanium Sack. Yeah, I'm a, you heard it here first. I'm the producer. <laughs> I'm the producer. Yes, um, Brian. Do you have any any magical uh, musical talents that I should know about? Well, he does play a lot of different instruments. Um, well, I do remember. This is uh, relevant to the uh, Saul's SoundCloud mm. raps. I don't know if you have it right now, Saul, but remember back in the day, we had um, Joey and his girlfriend, or I don't know. Yeah, let's, let's call her girlfriend, right? Oh, I, don't, I don't know and where And we those sat are. in your room, and we, we made those uh, little raps oh. talking about uh, basically roasting Brandon's girlfriend, and Brandon is uh, Saul's ex-friend. Oh man, I so I just remembered about that. You just he hated her, me. so we all went around the mic and so make a bit. Like a, it was like a big roasting session. Diss track <laughs> about her. <laughs> oh man! And for some reason, I was being made the star of like the, the head rapper of it for some reason. So that one may be it. that one may be lost to the annals of history, but it sounds delightful. No, none I'm, of I'm, those, none of those have been uploaded onto my SoundCloud, but I do it have exists them. In- I, I it should is. have them in my Discord history, so it if is you possible. Can find oh, that, man. 
if you can find that, I'll p- gladly play a snippet right now. If not, uh, I'll play something completely different. Here we go. You know, Jose said I smoked one too much. Jose <laughs> said you smoked a blunt. You cunt. Jose <laughs> called you a fucking cunt. <laughs> All right, uh, just pretend I played something there. Oh, that sounded great, huh? Oh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful, oh, wonderful it's a work of art, exquisite, exquisite. All right, so yours truly. So, Saul, uh, do you have any other uh, activities planned for our for our little get together here? Um, nothing planned. Planned. The rest is you know just kind of go along with it and, and just see how it goes. I, I am really curious to see Brian's uh, story that he's mentioned before about the cockroaches and the you know those scenarios that happen while you're sleeping. Yeah, you know what? Well, fuck yeah, let's hear the the, the, the st- not the cockroach story, but rather the one that's more interesting. I think would be the story about the time that I saw an alien in my room. I'm playing Minecraft on my beat, boy. Hey, I gotta take a shit. Who doesn't know how to play Minecraft on the fucking toilet? It's fucking lit. Jose is looking at me, me. Oh my god, that's lit. He had a beer. He doesn't know how to take a leer. Komodachi. He doesn't know how to fuck a pussy. So... To set the scene, I was sleeping, obviously, middle of the night, because, you know, who gets abducted by aliens in the middle of the day, right? So, I was in my room, sleeping, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was sleeping on my side, on my right shoulder, and in the middle of the night, I was like, okay, you know what, let me change shift positions in bed. So, I was completely lucid, my body had complete, uh functionality in its movement so I was able to move from my right shoulder I was awake rolled onto my back with both shoulders now on my bed and as soon as that happened I was frozen I was locked I couldn't move so I went to a state of lucidity and a full motor complete motor function to a state of still lucidity but now I've lost all ability to move my body Except my head, I can move my head around. So just sleep, so just like sleep paralysis, just sudden instant. I don't know if it was sleep paralysis. Usually, you'd wake up into sleep paralysis. But like similar, right? You wake, you, you'd yeah, wake up into weird. sleep you paralysis. Able to, you're able to move, yeah. and then you roll into your back, and then you're stuck. That's fucking weird. Yeah. So I roll into my back, and the layout of my room is that I have my bed in the corner, and the foot of my bed. Uh, there's a small space, and then there's my closet. So there's like a like a three foot, four foot gap between putting my bed and my closet, so someone can stand there. So as soon as I rolled onto my back, I could only see towards the opposite wall, right? And there, in that space between my putting my bed and closet, I saw what I can describe as the air vibrating. I saw the air vibrating. It was almost like a distortion. As if, um... If it was shaking. That's the best I can describe it, right? So it was clear, Hmm. and then the area became kind of cloudy and hazy, as if it was vibrating. And then I saw it. It, The alien vibrated itself to existence. And it, it was... It looked like those aliens, great aliens that you see, like, you know... They would in the movies. So it was aliens, right? Except it was a little bit taller. Its eyes were a tiny bit smaller. And they looked a bit more angry. And it was slightly greenish. It was like a gray, greenish color. And so it vibrated itself into existence. And it was standing there. In my mind, I was like, what the hell? Is this really happening? Like, you gotta be kidding me, right? This is happening to me right here? Like, this is stupid. So <laughs> I saw that thing there. Um, my the foot of my bed and my closet and it raised its right hand up towards me 
pointing towards me and it said something and from what I can describe the words it sounded like it said don't faint in its alien voice don't faint don't faint don't <laughs> I don't know faint. if that's what it said but that's what it sounded like I was like what the hell so it raised its right hand towards me it said the words don't faint and then it raised it uh, lowered its right hand back down and it vibrated back out of existence and so the air started vibrating the the figure of the alien became less defined then I saw a silhouette and then disappeared and as soon as it vibrated outside of existence I was able to move so after that I was like what the hell just happened and I immediately got up and went to my brother's room who has had uh, alien experiences encounters before and I told him about it and he was like you know very interested in it because he was like one of those people that you know really was into this stuff so I told him about it he was like oh man be careful this thing can be generational sometimes. And then I went back to my bed and I uh, watched YouTube underneath my sheets for like two more hours because who the hell is going to go back to sleep after that happened? <laughs> and then I went back to sleep. Hmm. So yeah, that was my uh, experience with the alien. And a lot of people say it was sleep paralysis. Yeah. And it might, it might have an argument for that. But uh, I don't know. I think the, the part that makes me skeptical about it is that I was completely lucid and... Uh, mobile before it like for five seconds yeah. and as soon as it went to onto my back i uh, i saw it and it vibrated itself into existence and vibrated out so it was like consistent right it didn't just mm-hmm. appear there it was a completely normal room and then it transitioned in and it transitioned out that's fucking so, wild just those elements make me yeah it makes me think that maybe it was something more but obviously it's hard oh, to prove shit. that we've got some treats in the discord <laughs> chat Spent a lot of research. Continue your story. <laughs> Hiroshima.mp3. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah, that's pretty much all of that. <laughs> Black sperm? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Out of all of these, though, which one should I play in that in that little interstitial oh, bit? All. All? And just all overlaid against one another? <laughs> uh. Oh man, this is gonna be good. Good. good I'm gonna. Li- good. I'll listen to him. I'll pick my favorite. You know, I'll tell you that. Okay. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> oh no. I found the unreleased. Sophie.mp3. That may be a good one. <laughs> yeah, I'm downloading all of them oh, right now. Oh, black sperm. Lego my ego. Oh, the, I can't believe you. Yeah. I can't believe you don't unearth this saw. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you brought it out, man. Just, uh, you know. You know how it is. Vicky gives me a stiffy. <laughs> These are some great titles. Hiroshima.mp3, a classic track. Double, triple, platinum. Um, oh, is it Babysitter? Is this like a Fairly Odd Parents thing? No, just uh, just listen to it, man. You know, fish with another fish inside. <laughs> Let I'm going to play these as God intended. I'm going to stick them all in audacity and play them all at the same Man, time. Man, I can't believe I uncovered my Oh, music. God. You have no idea how, how good it feels. Uncovered the, the loss. This is a relic of the past. The archives. The archives, yes. And I just, I just found the raw audacity files of each one, dude. Oh, shit. And all my, how all the recording business? sessions, everything. I just found it all. Fuck a treasure trove for the ages. Yes. It's fucking though. What's it called? Dolly Parton's vault's got nothing on this. I have the album cover too that I had. The album cover yeah. is that the, the the MS Paint. Yeah, the, the I, MS I had Paint an album drawing cover. of the dick. No, it's it's better. There's an album cover. Oh shit! It was uh, it was by by Joey. His uh, his rapper name was Lil Kidney. So those are kidney stones. Lil Kidney. Those are actual kidney stones. Yeah. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> Ugh. I thought those were like the uh, those little, the crispy bits of the chicken I tenders. I thought that was like pot. No, that was that, no. That that those are real kidney Ugh. stones. He pulled those out of his urethra and put them on a yeah, next to him. That that was the name. Mm. All right. I mean, dedication to the craft. I can respect that. Yeah, just you know, listen to them at work. You know, just enjoy it. And oh yeah, I can. Uh, <laughs> I'll tune in. I'll listen to that. It does have a parental advisory, so I would I would be careful oh, with the kids. Oh, okay. So NSFW, you say? Yeah. No joystick here. Mm. Yeah. 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 
My name is Jose and I get all the Jose. Eh? Miss me with that rose, cause I ain't gay. Okay, well I feel like we can we can uh, unless you've got anything else you wanna unearth for us and discuss, I feel like we can we can wrap up right here. I think the whole audience is very keen on on Brian's uh, cockroach story. Uh, I don't know which one. I have too many. Is those freaking cockroaches just, or just start off the cockroach beings anthropology of hell. series? My, co- my cockroach anthropology theory- series. Yes. Um. I mean, I just uh, I'll, I'll say a quick one. It's not that interesting, I think, but uh, it was harrowing. It was harrowing? experience of pure unadulterated fear. Basically, uh, we're in Florida, right? You know how Florida have these giant cockroaches, these outdoor oh, yeah. cockroaches. The palmetto and, bugs, they call them. <laughs> yeah. So, I was just in my room. Uh, I, I think maybe I was like playing Counter-Strike or something. Or uh, perhaps studying like uh, Japanese, because like, uh, I used to study Japanese back then. And um, I saw in the corner of my eye a shadow being casted from the light of my lamp, right? And you know the freaking cockroach is going to be big when you see the set is shadow being casted. Yeah, just like a big monster over over Japan. It's like the bat <laughs> signal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was it calling <laughs> so I saw this freaking giant bug on the top of my wall there. I was like, oh god, this cannot be happening. Because I was, I was just about to go to sleep at this time too. So, oh god, this is horrible. And so I observed it and at that moment, I was thinking of ways I can capture it to get it out of my room. Because at that time, uh, I, I usually try not to kill the cockroaches. I usually try to be merciful and uh, just capture them and release them outside. And so I was thinking of ways to capture it. I was thinking of, okay, maybe I can get a cup and like a piece of paper and then trap it in the cup and then put the piece of paper underneath the cup and uh, capture it that way. And then while I was thinking of ways to capture it, the worst possible thing happened after that, okay? What happened? I was looking at the cockroach. In your mouth? I was seeing it move. And in the corner of my vision, I saw another one <laughs> emerge. <gasps> Two freaking cockroaches. <laughs> Two palmetto And these, these were on the wall near my bed, too, okay? Near my curtains in my bed. Okay, <laughs> so I, I saw another one freaking emerge. As soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, life, it's, life was not made for me. That, I, yeah, it, fuck, I wouldn't, yeah, like, it doesn't if, I, if that happened to me, I would fucking burn the house down after that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so oh, I, at that point, I was like, crap, well damn, what would I do? And I, I think I, st- I still end up, uh, I, wa- I want to capture them at this point, because this was before I, uh, lost my mercy for cockroaches and started killing them. So mm-hmm. I was internally panicking. It was like 2 or 3 o'clock a.m. At, at the moment the time because I didn't want to freaking sleep, obviously, with two damn cockroaches in my room. And um, I believe one of them managed to uh, go back underneath my bed or to my sh- my uh, my sheets, uh, my, sheets um, my curtains from my window. So this is just absolutely horrible. And so they have these two cockroaches moving around my room. And... I was just contemplating, how the hell am I going to remove these cockroaches? And so, I believe I managed to capture one that was on my wall. He was still hanging out there. And so I did the cup paper method, where I get a cup, I trap the cockroach in the cup, and then I get a piece of paper, and I slide it underneath the cup. So I create the smallest bit of space uh, underneath the cup, so I can slide the paper underneath, and therefore I can trap the cockroach in there. So I got the first one, <clears throat> and I um, managed to... Uh, Get it and put it outside. So now I came back and I had the mission of acquiring the second one. And so I came back to the room and the second one was being a bit evasive. It knew how to hide well behind um behind my bed and my curtains. So at that point, I realized that my mercy would not solve this conundrum for me. So... I decided that the Do next it. time I see it, I would absolutely 
sever its life from this oh worldly from its worldly body. So do it. Do it. I, I believe I saw it like come out from the bottom of my bed onto my floor. So it went from the wall <laughs> down underneath my floor and out towards uh like the main visible floor. And as soon as I saw it, I don't know what I used. I may I might I might have used like a not a crowbar but like a bent pipe to like smack it. <laughs> you just got a pipe in your you room. Pipes just laying around. <laughs> you just got that chilling. Oh, everyone's got one of those. Yeah, I just got like a bent pipe and just smacked it. And then I just took his corpse. Uh, I think I threw it into the toilet and watched it flush down. Damn. And then I was, I, was, I was paranoid for the rest of the night because, you know, yeah. when you have two cockroaches, you must think there must be a third one, right? At <laughs> but, least. At least. More. I, I managed to go to sleep, but yeah, that was my encounter with the two cockroaches. And man, this, th- th- those things are just. Little freaking yeah, devils, to be big, honest. Dude. They're palmetto Those bugs. are the worst things. And then you woke up like a few hours later, and a fucking alien was standing over you, trying to give you head or something. Like, yeah, exactly. What, like, what a fucking wild night you had. The, the nighttime is not freaking good, man. The nighttime yeah, is not. That's it's why, not that's nice you to me. Stay awake at night, man. It's the witching it's, hour. Yeah. They're giving me the hardest battles at night. <laughs> I just wanted to stop. <laughs> poor, poor Brian. Um, well, yeah. So, so based on this story, Brian, um, I think it's customary in this show, isn't it, Chris, to to assign wizard names to your guests? Oh God! I mean, I I don't think I've done that before, but we can start now. I mean, I I, I just I just thought it was man. I you know. Yeah. All right, Saul. I know you have your wizard name lined up. And what what will that be, and for what reason? I mean, you 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 came up with it, Excelsius, of course. For- <laughs> Being the the Excel wizard that you are, you taught exactly. me everything. Back in back in soil mechanics, you taught me how to use a uh, what's it called? Just you taught me how to use a spreadsheet in general. Yeah. And now now that you're my coworker, now that I'm your superior, I'm teaching you all this new shit that mm-hmm. you never even heard about. But I taught you the mouse, the mouse ability. You taught the, me the, the one. You did teach me about this fucking cool mouse. I'll give you that. It's the MX Master 2S, everyone. Don't don't get the MX Master 3, just the 2S. The MX Master 2S, uh, currently I think it's still on sale on Amazon, right? Like $55? It's yeah. half off. Uh, it is a steal. You get all sorts of stuff. It comes with this software. Like This isn't a spr- uh, this isn't a brand deal, but if it was, fuck, I'd be shilling out like crazy right now. This is not your grandma's mouse. You gotta this buy two of them. This is not your grandma... Yeah, you need you need one for home and one for the workplace. I found because once you go back, you don't go back. You know, yeah. once you go black, you never go. I mean, once you go back, you never go back. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Brian? Well, what about Brian? For my what's your name? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what well, do you have to say yourself? Cockroaches. It's like you can't give yourself your own nickname. You know, that's kind of uh, being full of yourself. Well, you know, that's you- why Chris came up with mine. Excelsius? You came up with yours. I call. I came no. up. <laughs> <laughs> you came up to me and you're like, "Your wizard name is now Excelsius, Saul." And I was like, "Okay." I remember I it. I remember it differently, but all right, I'll stick with that. Uh, all right, Brian. Um, you'll be you'll be Brian Griffin, the wizard. Brian, look out! Brian, Brian Griffin, the wizard. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Brian, look out! Brian. And what's what's your name, Chris? What's your wizard name? Uh, I don't I don't know. What do you got? Grand Magus Christoph. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, Grand Magus Christoph. All right, uh, we'll roll with it. R, R the Great. <laughs> yeah. Did well, you ever saw? Did you ever did you ever listen to my episode titled RR? I don't think I have not, but I did enjoy the KY Jelly one about the, the peanut KY butter. The KY Jelly review. The peanut butter and KY yeah, Jelly review. Yeah, that, oh, one like, was, uh, that one was great, you know? Really inspired actually, me in the, the creation of my Actually, one of my favorites. PB&J sandwiches. You're going to make peanut butter and KY Jelly on a sandwich? <laughs> maybe. It's fucking maybe. delicious. It's fucking delicious, let me tell you. It's extra tacky in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why would you ever need to go to the store and buy peanut butter and jelly? We can just buy the uh, the KY jelly for it, you know. Store it on exactly. That's what I'm fucking saying. Put it on there. It's multi-purpose. It's like what? Exactly. You don't need anything else. (laughs) 
And if you're full, you can just fuck the sandwich after. It's great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can we can settle it out about now. It's been about an hour. Well, lads, Brian, it was real nice to meet you, Mr. Griffin. It was nice to be on here. And uh, Saul, I'll see you at work tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye. I'll see you at. 7 a.m. sharp tomorrow. Bye-bye.